dead, what will I see in the mirror? Welcome to Take Time Out for Something Spiritual. I'm Tony Clarkson. I'm with Michael G. Rachel, and that is what I'm going to ask him to talk about. Michael, I'm dead. What will I see in the mirror? Yes, yes. Let's begin with my dad. My dad went unexpectedly through a heart attack. Uh, and although we didn't know that he had a bad heart, we could see that he bodily was um, degenerating. We could see that he wasn't who he was. Uh, he, he was a, a fit and handsome man when he was younger and he'd become very weary and very bowed and very wrinkled and, and uh, didn't look at all well. When he began to visit me, after he'd uh, moved on to the, the spiritual side of life, I was surprised to see this young man standing in front of me, just as he was in the photographs that I have, in black and white photographs, from when he was in his 20s. And I was rather annoyed, Tony, because he looked younger <laughs> than I did. And as I've grown progressively older and uh, shoot past the mirror very quickly without looking in it, uh, it, it seems increasingly unfair that my father is, uh, is this uh, glowing example of how a human being should look. I'm kidding, of course, but it, it's, it's nice to see him uh, looking young. I've also seen my mother uh, as a young woman, and my, my mother uh, went in a very distressed uh, state uh, of mind and body, and uh, I, I've seen her as this, this lovely young woman that she was when she was perhaps 19 or 20. So the first thing I would say about I'm dead, what will I see in the mirror, is what do you want to see? Because as a spirit we can choose the age that we appear at. Do we want to appear with a little bit of wisdom, you know, early 40s or something like that? Do we want to appear as a, as a younger version of ourselves? All we have to do is acknowledge that version of ourselves and that's how we will uh, appear to others. Uh, but not only that, when we return to the spirit worlds, we have access to that wardrobe of individual lives that we've lived thus far in our spiritual existence. And so we can appear as, you know, uh, my dad could appear, for example, as Michael's dad, but he could also appear as someone else that he's been in the past if he is more comfortable for a time with that appearance. Uh, and at any time, at any point in, in our existence in the spiritual realms, we can change that appearance according to what we, we like on a particular morning, for want of a better word. Michael, you see the spirit world, the spirit characters, yes. and you see the form that they choose to let you see. Yes. And I know one of our major guides in our soul group is called the Big Indian. Indeed. You've mentioned him in a previous podcast. Uh, the big Indian, I remember you telling me, chose uh, to hold on to scars yeah. that he had. He had a, a lifetime of, as a slave, was it? Yes. And he chose to uh, hold on to that memory by taking on the metaphorical physical appearance uh, of the slave and the beatings that he got at that particular time. Yes, he, he needn't have, have had the, the scars on his body. He was, yes, he was beaten, as you said. Uh, but it, it was a reminder to him of, of what he'd gone through, and more importantly to him, what others go through. And for a, a long, long time, the Big Indian was a major player on the boat that I think we've also yeah. uh, discussed in, in previous podcasts. Uh, 
and he, he would guide uh, souls who had transitioned from this world to their rightful place in the next worlds. And he, he held on. Those scars were a, a, a symbol of his compassion for others and his ability to always empathize with others and his desire uh, to help others. But there are other forms that we can take as well. I mean, I've seen um, evolved spirits that appear as light. You, you might get the outline of a human being, but you're seeing at this, looking at this brilliant moving light, and that's how they appear to, uh, that's how they wish to appear to, to others in the, the, the uh, vibrations that they now inhabit. So we're not even confined to a human shape. We can express ourselves as the love that we are, in color, in light. Uh, we can express ourselves, as, as Joseph says, as balls of colored light, if we so wish, and then revert to a human form in order to relate to someone uh, in, in a, uh, a lower, uh, in a, a vibration that's less evolved. Uh, also, we can, if we are meeting someone from our family who is departing the oh, earth, right. I was going to we ask can that. change ourselves from expressing ourselves as pure light, or even as an energy form that you cannot see but you know is there, back to who we were uh, as someone that they would recognize. And I think I've mentioned this before, that, that sometimes when I used to sit uh, for one-to-one -one readings with people, you would, you would see a, a baby appear or a youngster appear in front of their mother. And once their mother had recognized them for who they were, they would then change into this wonderful shining being uh, from, a, from a child to an adult to a being of light and say, look at this, mum, this is who I now am. And because you uh, allowed me to incarnate as, as your daughter or your son, uh, you allow me to progress into this light. So you've done this for me, and I want you to be happy because this is how I now appear, thanks to you, in part. That must be so soul-nourishing for the person receiving it. It is indeed, because from the earthly point of view, they have lost someone yeah. at a very tender age, and that seems to be unfair. But in, in those cases, those spirits chose to visit the earth for a short time only because there was something that needed tying up in their lives, in their experience, or something that they needed to experience but only for a short time before returning to their spiritual home. And that's a topic in itself, isn't it? Because, it is indeed. Uh, uh, we would have different views on uh, the length of time uh, that is appropriate. If, if you lose a baby, you're going to be very upset, but actually... Yes. It's exactly what was right for the evolution of that baby. And you haven't <laughs> lost that baby. You haven't lost that you spirit. You can never lose. You can't lose people no. that you're linked to via a love link. Yeah. yeah. So many different ways to appear in the, in the spiritual world, uh, according to how we feel at any particular time. And you can change as a spirit being. You can just change by thinking in a different way. Yes, expressing yourself in a different way. Expressing but as, as, we, as we move through the progressive spiritual spheres, we do absorb more light. And so, uh, for example, the, the members of the soul group that we regularly communicate with, uh, they are surrounded by an aura of light and color. It emanates from them, but it also shines around them. 
uh, and it, it is something that they are not divorced from. Uh, in, in that whenever I see them, there is always that, uh, that emanation of light mm. and of colour that they have earned through their experiences and the way that they have worked to progress themselves as the spirit beings that they are. I can remember the two of us being joined by a spirit being in your soul group uh, called, I think I can say his name, Sarimo. Yes, indeed. And uh, you said to me, normally you'll say they're gold, the purple. And uh, I think you said, uh, Sarimo, you've covered yourself over. Why have you covered yourself over? And then realised that the light that he shone, that he was, was so bright that you wouldn't be able to handle the, uh, the, the luminescence of it. That's absolutely right, Tony. And on, on several occasions there have been spirits where I can't look directly at them, such is the amount of brilliance that emanates uh, from them. Uh, and as you say, they, they will cover them, themselves up. There, there was a spirit, a guiding influence, that, was, uh, that used to direct what happened to the boat when people were being taken across. And at the back of this boat, at the back of this ocean liner, for want of a better word, there was attached to it a smaller boat. And on that small boat, only big enough for two or three people, there was what appeared to be a tent, a black tent, a square. And within that tent sat the spirit who directed operations on the boat. And I've only ever seen that spirit's hand. But so brilliant was that spirit that he or she had to uh, mask their luminance from the people that were on the boat because wouldn't, they wouldn't be able to take it in. They just wouldn't be able to handle no, it. No, no. And that's the destiny that lies ahead for each of us. We will each one day uh, exhibit that degree of brilliance and of light as a result of us progressing through the spiritual fears that spheres that lie beyond this one. That is the exciting journey that every one of us has in front of us. Yes. Uh, and, and something so to look forward to. Yes, and I think if today, if someone's listening to this, Tony, and they feel a bit depressed, or they feel that their body isn't working as it once did, uh, or they feel when they look in the mirror that they're getting older, um, that's only a small part of the story. And what you're looking at is the physical vehicle, not the real you. As you've just said, there are so many reasons to be uplifted by the prospect of what lies ahead for us. The prospect of leaving the physical earth. Well, the prospect <laughs> of, of moving forwards uh, into new experiences yeah. and into absorbing more divine light into our being and to uh, the prospect of being more integrated with those around us in love and harmony. Uh, there's, there's so much ahead of us. So, uh, you know, in, in the darker times that we inevitably have, no matter how focused we are on spiritual matters on earth, there are times when we dip, aren't there? Uh, we can remind ourselves that we are on a journey and that th this physical journey is not all that there is and that there are glories and wonders and beauties that lie ahead for us and that this physical journey is enabling us to experience those glories and beauties and wonders. Michael, thank you very much indeed. Thank you, Tony. It's been wonderful talking to you uh, again today, and I hope uh, our listeners enjoyed it as much as I have. Thank you, Tony. God bless you and goodbye. God bless you all. Take care now.